0: Hello and welcome to our University of Strathclyde podcast series run out of the world famous School of Education, right in the heart of the beautiful city of Glasgow in Scotland. We bring you a mix of meeting academic interviews, thought pieces, conversations and provocations on all things education. To give you a glimpse into our world leading education research here at Strathclyde and of course to stimulate your questions and thinking around the meaning, purpose and practice of education in schools, in communities, and of course in all our lives.
1: Hello everyone, welcome to another podcast with the School of Education, and this time we have two guests, Inga Byrne, Lecturer in Education, and Fiona Rice, Teaching Fellow in Gaelic Education. Welcome both.
2: Thanks, Daya. Lovely to be here. Hi there.
1: And... um, In this this podcast, we will be talking about your work in in Gaelic medium education. So my first question is, what courses does the School of Education at the University of Strathclyde offer to support the presence and revitalization of Gaelic?
2: Okay, I'll make make it start because I mostly uh, deal with the undergraduate course. So we have a BA primary education and Gaelic pathway in which we take students that already speak Gaelic and are proficient in Gaelic and who want to become Gaelic medium teacher primary teachers and we help them um, you know we send them on Gaelic placement so um, there'll be placement in year two three and four we support them to write a dissertation about a Gaelic medium topic in year four and we help them with understandings of the special you know the specific needs sort of Gaelic medium education I think we'll come back to that later uh, so that's kind of mostly been my role I've also been involved in a professional development course called Gaelic immersion for teachers um, recently so that's training people that are already teachers to become Gaelic medium teachers either primary or secondary
0: okay thanks Fiona Yeah, so I'm the coordinator for the PGDE and there are three strands for our Gaelic medium courses in the PGDE. Um, First of all, we've got the the primary cohort um, who are training to be Gaelic medium primary teachers. Um, And then we've also got the, the secondary cohort, which where you can either train to be a subject specific Gaelic secondary teacher Or you can also train to teach any other subject through the medium of Gaelic. So we've got these three pathways. Um, And for our primary and Gaelic Gaelic subject secondary, all placements are through the medium of Gaelic. And if you're teaching your subject through the medium of Gaelic, you get one placement um, in a Gaelic context. Um, You also get the opportunity to do two out of the three modules on the PGDE program through the medium of Gaelic. Now, they're taught at master's level, level 11. Uh, There's 120 master's credits up for grabs in our PGDE programme. So we encourage our Gaelic students to submit their assignments through the medium of Gaelic as well. So um, there's, there's quite a lot happening in terms of Gaelic medium education in the PGDE.
1: Lovely, because I was about to ask whether your own lectures and your own input is provided through the medium of Gaelic.
2: So that's the case, I understand. Y- yes, I think it's yes, a mix le- yes. Oh yeah, sorry Fiona. I think it's a mixture of both so there's the recognition that all Gaelic medium teachers can also both well, primary especially can also teach English medium. So it's important that they know both strands. But it's also I think you know, Fiona you've has done a lot of work on this, on providing materials through the medium of Gallic, because there's some you know it's important that students use the language
0: even throughout the course um, Fiona? Mm. and for for a lot of our primary students those who who like to do um primary education. They're maybe fluent in the language and they've maybe done the language up to maybe fifth or sixth year in school and have maybe gone on to do a degree in another subject, but have come back to Gaelic for their primary qualification. So they maybe don't necessarily have the same level of confidence that they once had in their spoken Gaelic. So it's really important for us to actually create that real immersive environment um, and and a, a safe space for students to be able to practice their Gaelic and to really up their spoken vocabulary and spoken skills. So that when they go out into schools, they feel really confident in leading learning in that medium classroom.
1: So I suppose that that is one of the features of the way that these courses are delivered. And that makes me think about my following question, which is what signa pedagogies do these courses feature apart from uh, teaching Gaelic through the medium of Gaelic, so to speak, and how to teach Gaelic through
2: the medium of Gaelic. I I think one of the main things that we, because when students go out into schools, they'll come across a mixture of students. So some of the pupils will not come from Gaelic speaking homes, some people will come from Gaelic speaking homes. So there's a lot of, we focus a lot about immersion, how do you teach language and also content at the same time. How do you support language development through other subjects? What does immersion really mean? You know, what trans languages so how how much of English do you allow in your classroom whilst retaining the Gaelic medium? Um, And I think that's kind of quite a strong feature. And of course, Gaelic, you know, is quite unique in Scotland in that it's the only, you know, state system where we deliver. You know, we teach uh, through a medium that is not English, um, that's recognised, but it's, of course, it's not unique. So we can often look at other contexts in other countries, Wales, the Basque country, especially Ireland, for what they've done. So a lot of our students are also seeing that they're not the only ones that do this in the world, you know, in the world and learning from the
0: lessons from other contexts. Yeah.
1: Um... Yeah,
0: I mean, uh... It's so important that, that we, we have that as a feature of our courses because I would probably say that nowadays you're more likely to have children coming into your class from households where there's no Gaelic spoken mm-hmm. as opposed to households where Gaelic is a feature of the home environment or a mother tongue. Um, so it's not even just about um, working with those children. It's actually opening up to working with the families as well and working with the parents and supporting the parents. Um, and h- how to support their children in engaging with and accessing Gaelic medium education as well. And, I'm sorry, and I
2: think it's pretty unique in a way because Gaelic is almost everywhere a minority language in Scotland. So although there's maybe a parallel with like children that come from non-English speaking household that go into schools and have, have English as an additional language which is also immersive, but when they go out and the well the community English is the main language of the community so as Fiona said it's also you know helping our teachers work with communities and parents because hardly anywhere is Gaelic really a feature of the community and can they go out and hear Gaelic and be surrounded by Gaelic so it becomes very much it, the role of the teacher is very important in Gaelic language acquisition and Gaelic language use so The teachers is much more than just the teacher of a language.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because I was thinking about these two kind of interconnected layers. So at a pedagogical layer, you've got, you know, the teacher and calic meeting instruction, but as we are talking about um, a heritage language and the minority language, then everything teachers too has... A powerful sociological perspective, because it is about enhancing and strengthening the value and use of Gaelic in the communities outside the school itself.
2: And, and I think this is because one of the problems we've had with Gaelic is Gaelic language use has declined so much, so like intergenerational transmission, so families don't use it. And now families are kind of going back to, well, you know, my grandparents spoke Gaelic, my auntie spoke, yeah, we want our children to be connected to our identity and they rely on the education system for that now. So, but one of the big problems that we have found is that for children, they see it as the language of the school and they don't mm. take it back out be, you know, because they go, well, And I, I think one of the clear examples of this is I was at a, a children's party where the children were all in Gaelic medium, all the parents spoke Gaelic. So the children were together in the class and they would all speak Gaelic, you know, in the classroom, they speak Gaelic together. But at this party, the language of socialization is English, even though we, you know, as adults, we were encouraging them to use Gaelic. And then there was an activity where they were asked to make a mask. And they all sat at the table and they got the scissors out and coloring pens, but they associated that task with the school and they all switched into Gaelic for that Uh activity. And then when they went back to musical chairs, they went back into English. So some of this is about understanding how children see the language and how we can help children see that it's a language for using and not just a language for doing school subjects in.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yes, that's interesting because that helps children, you know, learners and parents see like the different domains that Gaelic can be part of, not just be restricted to the classroom. Mm-hmm. And um, my next question has got to do with the uh, Gaelic medium instruction model. What features and what aims does this model have in a nutshell, if you can? Yona,
2: yeah, do you want to go for
1: this
0: one? Uh, I w- yeah, I would say to to create speakers of of the language you know that that is ultimately ultimately what we're, we're looking for so the the way the primary education is structured in primary schools is it's a full immersion model um, in the early level settings um, usually around about primary three sometimes primary four it depends on the school environment only then do we actually start to, to bring English instruction um, into the school curriculum so up until that point, the children have been educated solely through the medium of Gaelic. Um, and then they continue to, to build in a little bit of English medium instruction so that by the end of primary seven, the learning that they're uh, engaging in in the school is almost a 50-50 split between English medium instruction and, and Gaelic medium instruction. Um, and there was a terrific study done. Um, goodness, it must be nearly 10 years ago now, it goes to show how quickly time flies, how quickly time passes, um, by uh, colleagues in Edinburgh, uh, Fiona Hanlon and uh, and her colleagues, where they looked at the educational performance of children in uh, primary education, primary, Gaelic, medium education, and interestingly, when they looked at the results in primary four, there was obviously a little dip in terms of how the Gaelic medium children were performing in terms of their English. But when you actually looked by the time the children got to primary seven, they were either comparative or outperforming their English peers um, in, in their language education. So it's a it's, it's pretty spectacular feature, I think, of, of that kind of language immersion. Um, that you should eventually, hopefully, bring your children to a point of bilingualism, really, by, by the end of their seventh year. And and
2: I think that's also, Kev, if you look at HMIE, you know, the uh, the Inspectorate in Education Scotland, that's the official stated aim. aim, is equal competence in English and Gaelic across all domains of usage. Um, that is the official, you know, mm-hmm. aim, you know. And as I said, it's so, you know, education, as Fiona discussed, they will definitely be able to access the whole curriculum through the medium of Gaelic. Whether it's equal confidence in all domains is yet another story, but it's something that is worth reflecting on As I think as teachers, as practitioners, as educators, are we actually helping to achieve that aim, wider aim, and making sure it goes out into the community?
1: And that's fascinating because um, it shows like the benefits, of course, of bilingual education and how those benefits go beyond the acquisition of two languages, but what you can do with those uh, languages and mm-hmm. how that develops in so many different ways that are always beneficial um, for the learners. Mm-hmm. Yes. And are there any other... Um, studies, maybe recent studies, that supports the implementation of the uh, Gaelic medium instruction uh, model?
2: There's been actually, there's sort of fairly limited research in a way, so um, there's been some research by um, a, co- yeah, a former colleague of mine, Cassie Smith-Christmas, about how children use language when they've been learning language in uh, Gaelic in the primary school, and that has shown there there's still some issues with taking Gaelic home and using it in the community because she's kind of identified the fact that children see lang- uh, Gaelic as, a, and I think I quote now correctly, a performance language. So mm. people, I think this is often a feature when adults have children that speak another language, they kind of say, can you just say some words in the language? Or can you do a song in the language? Um, and I think that's become a feature. So that's kind of become problematic in a way. That it stayed very much in the school and that children haven't taken it out. And I think on the back of that study and some other studies, um, a study by uh, another colleague in Edinburgh, Stuart Dunmore, who showed that if children had gone through Gaelic medium education as adults, only about a quarter continued to use the language.
1: Mm. So, And only a quarter. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, I think, or even a fifth. And these are the people that participated in the study, so they were more likely to be positively disposed Mm. to Gaelic. And I think for the future of Gaelic, this is obviously hugely problematic because the numbers of Gaelic, we're speaking maybe 3,000 students enrolled in Gaelic Medium. So we're not speaking vast numbers. It's 3% of the Scottish um, pupil population. So we really need everyone to come through and use the language to really make the language sustainable. But one of the problems we find is that children, as they go through the education system, they um, Gaelic medium primary education is widely available, so they become quite uh, proficient in the language. Um, Fiona has done a smashing job trying to get more teachers to deliver Gaelic medium education in secondary schools through subjects. I think we've really grown that, over the last few years here at Strathclyde we've really opened up so we have physics and French through the medium of Gaelic um, yeah. teachers now um, and maths Fiona and
0: English you know um, uh, yeah maths English art <laughs> there's I think we've got one for just about every subject but I
2: mean that's still little numbers yeah. so when pupils go to secondary school it becomes more patchy whether they can access Gaelic medium so as they go through the system, they tend to do less Gaelic and they don't tend to do subjects through the medium of Gaelic and they don't carry it on. So there is quite an important gap still to be filled. Um, you know, we're filling most of it at Strathclyde, but we need, it would be helpful if more teachers came through that could teach subjects through the medium of Gaelic so we could expand that and give children a real, a massive secondary experience. encourage them to continue to use the language because all too often they have to stop using it after they leave primary school or they can only do Gaelic as a a language but yeah as a subject at school Hmm. you know and you know it becomes complicated so although it has grown yeah the numb oh sorry Fiona oh no I was I was just I was just going to agree with you
0: there I think I think it is very much the next phase in terms of the development of Gaelic medium education that should be on the horizon. Um, I think in some ways I always like to remind myself that Gaelic medium education, formal Gaelic medium education in the primary school is about as old as I am. So, and I still like to think of myself as relatively young, um, so I think we've we've done a lot um, in terms of establishing that Im- immersive environment in the primary school, but very much there are fundamental gaps in in secondary provision. Um, I, I think there are several aspects to that. One, of course, is, as Inga has said, is is the notion of staffing um, and we we have done a tremendous amount we you know we really have been pushing it and trying to uh, encourage as many students as we can to to qualify as subject specialists through the medium of Gaelic. But I think as well another another issue is um, about adult confidence. So for people who have maybe graduated, left school, gone to university and studied a Gaelic degree their confidence in terms of their ability to lead learning and deliver lessons through the medium of Gaelic is relatively high. However, if you take somebody who's maybe left high school and gone to a university to do maybe a degree in mathematics, um, naturally the language of socialisation when they're at university has been English. They've not really necessarily been using their Gaelic as much and so they maybe don't have the same amount of confidence in their ability to to speak Gaelic and to lead learning um and I think a lot of the work we have to now look at doing is about building that level of confidence and building that capacity um, there's a fabulous evening course um that is run online I, for the life of me just now I cannot actually remember um which group it is I think it's is it No, I can't, I I can't, I'm sorry, I can't remember, but I know the course is called Me," which means I will return. Mm -hmm. And it's an online course designed at getting maybe lapsed speakers of Gaelic to come online, practice their spoken Gaelic in that safe space, be corrected, um, you know, be be reminded of of grammatical structures and, and basically work towards improving their Gaelic. So I think it's great that we are seeing these wee strands there, but I, I definitely think that uh, educate, Gaelic medium education in the secondary sector is something that we really need to turn our attention to in terms of developing. And, and I think some of the, one of the things you asked about
2: evidence, of course, Gaelic is included in the decennial census, so we ask people, can you speak Gaelic? We don't ask them if they do speak Gaelic, but can you speak Gaelic? Mm. And then what we find is there's this spike of young people between about I think it's between five and 15 the age band goes but then it drops so if you look at 10 years later that same age group that should be then between 15 and 25 it drops because and that's the influence of Gaelic education. so they consider themselves able to speak Gaelic whilst they're still at school in the immersion setting but then they decide that they leave and they suddenly can't speak Gaelic anymore and I think one from I think languages will stop it, use it or lose it, and um, and it's a problem with Gaelic, and one of the biggest issues, as Fiona said, the, the Chilling Me course, it, I think it's run by so- uh, Bordner Gaelic itself, um, Ewan at Bordner yeah. Gaelic, and it's about trying to convince people they can use Gaelic, they should use Gaelic, because it's all these hidden speakers, um, and one of the problems with Gaelic is you don't recognize a Gaelic speaker by just looking at them. <laughs> No,
1: I don't
2: think you can, yeah. No, but it's actually problematic because it means, you know, if you go places, you, unless you know that someone speaks Gaelic, you will maybe assume that everyone speaks English anyway. Just like English
1: will be sort of like the default language. Yeah,
2: yeah, and, yeah. so because, and, because we've, and I think there's been some work done. you know, I did a big study on this about you have to kind of basically have a way of identifying Gaelic speakers, so Gallic came with having lanyards so and badges that say I can speak Gallic. It's a little bit about confidence about doing so um, but it's kind of a start so even getting people to identify other Gallic speakers in the community and start using the language you know would help um with this you know growing Gallic yeah
1: absolutely so that Gallic becomes. A natural language for people to use and to feel comfortable with. And I'm thinking about learners that maybe in their families like they don't have any Gaelic speaker member, but they could still you know, converse with other people in the community or among themselves to keep up the language.
2: And I think that's kind of the hard part because, of course, it's once you start speaking in the language to someone, which is maybe a majority language, it's very hard to then go, oh, well, we'll s- switch to Gaelic now. It becomes very hard. But the, the other part it's also true. So there's people that I only ever speak Gaelic to. And I know they speak English, but we always speak Gaelic. And it's creating those networks of people you can speak Gaelic to. Um, my big study is about something called Soundscape, so creating soundscape so the hearing a space what languages do you hear and if Gaelic is included in that that will encourage other people to use the language because if you don't hear the language used it's almost like an implicit you know thing about like oh we're maybe not allowed to use Gaelic somehow mm. so my studies have shown us where people maybe speak the language other people feel comf- more confident by trying to speak Gaelic doesn't mean that they always do so but, it's sort but of, at least there will
1: be this level of uh, of encouragement, so to speak, from the environment, from the yeah, landscape.
2: And I, yes. Yeah, and I think that's kind of um, an important point. Apart so with this, it's it, it's not just education; it's quite a big thing. Because we do our bit, so it's it's I think the Lo Bianco and François Grand model of uh, you know capacity, opportunity, desire model. You know, you need to have people that can speak Gaelic. Yeah, like, um, you don't have to create the opportunities to lo- use the language, but people have to also be willing to do so.
1: Mm, you know? Absolutely,
2: absolutely.
1: Okay, so I think we need to, to go now. Unfortunately, we could carry on because it's just an amazing opportunity that we have to have you both at the School of Education doing such a wonderful job uh, in terms of colleague medium instruction for Scotland. Um, Thank you very much both. um, And I hope you carry on the good work.
0: Thank you for listening in to our Strathclyde education podcast series. We'll be back soon with another episode.